the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. I want to welcome everyone. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. You have also called us more recently the Vibe of Thrive. Well, I got to tell you, we have gone to, uh, we're going to kick it up a little bit here on the show. First off, I want to thank all of you for um, nominating us for the best of the Northwest, and thank you for all your votes. Thank you so much for your kind words. It was amazing to be able to sit and read about what you think about the show. Uh, those of us that are that do this, we don't get to talk with you and hear from you personally that often. And every time that I do, I'm always takes my breath away, actually. And today's show is also about taking your breath away in a good way. Because today, Dr. Joanne White is my very special guest, and we're going to talk about what it means to live courageously. What does that mean? How do we awaken the courageous spirit inside so that we can live life in the way we want to live it? Yeah, and we'll hear from her about that. We'll hear what that means. But one of the things that I think many of us know is that when you get to hear Dr. Joanne White and and you hear about what it means for her to live her dream, then you get to hear about what the journey is like. She's an international author, she's speaker, certified life business and success coach. She's been named Success Doc by Global Audiences. She's appeared on radio, television, NBC, CNN, World Talk Radio, uh, you name it. She's been in magazines like Good Housekeeping, Women's World, and Women's Day. And the bottom line is, with her diverse background and all of her training, a Reiki master, and much more, she's able to reach out to countless people across the globe so that we can all become aware, empowered, and transformed. And today, taking on a topic that is so important for us right now, and that is the act of living courageously. Dr. White, thank you for joining us here today. What a great topic. I'm so glad to have you. Oh, Dr. Pat, it's such a pleasure, as always, to be here. And, yes, I think it's such a timely topic, and it's it's actually featured in a book that I wrote, so we're going to be talking a little bit about that, too, because I think that the, our listening audience really needs to be tuned into how to live courageously in uncertain times and in fluctuating economies and, and a lot of downsizing in companies and to be able to really face all that adversity and all that change and all the unknown with a sense of fearlessness. And that's not easy to do. It's not. And, you know, why is this an important topic to you? I mean, there are many things you speak about. And I wanted to ask you how this is showing up in your life these days with with your own journey, but, you know, especially in talking with the clients that you have. You know, why is this sort of the hot of the hot? Because, well, I'll, I'll give you a couple, couple of ideas, too, about that because it really is important. I see people and they say, oh, I'd love to be able to do this. Uh, I wish I could just get rid of my fear. And I say to them, you know, every time that I appear... I just got off of a, a national book tour with, with Professional Women's Network. Every time I appear 
in front of a large, large audience. I'm not sure that that fear is totally dissipated. I think what happens is you need to recognize that you can utilize the energy that that fear brings forth. Fear and excitement are almost the the under, one is one is the other side of a coin. So they're they're kind of opposites, but yet they're very similar in the kinds of emotional and physiological and physical states that they bring us in. So when we're excited, our heart beats faster. When we're nervous or fearful, our heart can beat faster too. Our hands can get clammy. We can get flushed. We can feel breathless. All of those things are both excitement and fear. And so let's let's turn it around. So I say to people, if you wait till that fear goes away... You're missing an opportunity because I don't know that that fear ever goes away. I think what happens is that we build upon our courage and and we take each action, each step. It's like we take a little step, a little courageous step, and we say, wow, look at that. Look at what I did. And then, then it's easier to take the next step and the next step. So basically we're building courage. We're building upon our courage. And you know that courage comes from the French courage. That comes means heart and spirit. And also it comes from the Latin root core, which means heart. So in my thinking and in my summation, what I think about is that basically what we need to do to work through our fears and to really bring forth our courage is to respond to the callings of our heart, to the deepest longings and the most precious knowledge and the gifts that that are within us. Because oftentimes we want to do something because something inside of us is really calling to us and yet we, (laughs) we hesitate because we don't think we have the skill or we don't think we have the confidence and I think we're missing a golden opportunity. Well, and so wonderfully said, Dr. Joanne White joining us here today. And this is a show that I've been really looking forward to having with her because the conversation that each of us has within within ourselves has to do with whether or not we take the action that we want to take or we don't. And courage is a great way to sort of frame the conversation. You know, we use courage a lot, Dr. White. I mean, we... We're always talking about how to be courageous um, out in the world, in the military, how to be courageous. What a courageous act he did. He pulled that woman out of the fire. Uh, you know, or what an absolutely courageous act that youngster, uh, you know, did when, you know, she absolutely stepped to pull an elderly person out of the way of a vehicle that's coming on. And those are the kinds of things we couch in courage. But what you just shared really opens the door for everyday, ordinary acts that require courage, and yet we just don't talk about them. And I think that's what leads to those greater acts. I think that, like I said earlier, we just build upon that within ourselves and we begin to gather the trust in ourselves that we can go forth and and, and master something and then do something else and, and it begins to we begin to recognize that look, look at what I just did. And I think we have to acknowledge that. I think that's one way, Pat, to allow us to 
to recognize what we're doing and that we are confident, even if it's those little acts. Because once we begin to recognize that we say, look, well, look what I accomplished. Look, look how I faced that particular challenge. And I did so with a feeling that I was going to get through it. And I think that makes all the difference. It does. And, you know, let me ask you a question about uh, whether this is innate or is this something we can learn. I mean, there's so much, you know, we, we hear tons out there about leadership. Some people believe it's innate. Other people believe that you can learn it. How about courage? I, I don't think we're born with it. I think it's something that we can develop, and I think that it doesn't matter what, what time. I was working with a client yesterday, Pat, and she said, you know, I'm always so concerned about what other people say, how other people view me, and she was going to an event, and she was really having some social misgivings and anxiety about it. And she said, why didn't I learn this when I was 20? Because she's, she, she's in her middle age. And I said, you know what? It doesn't matter when you learn it. It doesn't matter when you begin to face those fears or begin to say, okay, now I'm going to decide to, to end this fear and to face this particular challenge and to move through it, even though I wasn't able to do it 10 years ago or 15 years ago. So I don't think that we need to put a limit on it and say, oh, it's too late, which is what she, which, how she was walking in to the, the coaching session and saying, you know, I, why didn't I get it? Now it's too late. But it's never too late to begin to acknowledge and recognize our, our courageous spirits because I think that, that there is something within us, within all of us, that we can learn how to tap into. When you sat down to actually craft and write the books that you've written. Many people, you know, see sort of the aftermath of that. And, you know, uh, what I'm talking about is most recently A Journey Within or Learning to Love Yourself. But when we talk about those books and we talk about what it takes to sit down and write them, it's, it, it, we don't think about the act of courage that's within you know, every word that hits the piece of paper. And I wanted to ask you about courage that shows up not just in thought, but in action, and what's been your secret? My secret is doing it. <laughs> my secret is, and, and I'll tell you a story. Before I went into to business for myself, and, and I was working at a corporate job, and they had done some reorganization, and my heart wasn't in, in it the same way. I was doing some wonderful work there, but, but I was feeling some kind of stirring within me, and I used to also teach at Temple University in the evenings as an adjunct, and I would go into Philadelphia where the university was, and I would see this billboard with this man. I think they were advertising some kind of liqueur or whatever, but what struck me was the man, the man was playing a horn, and the, and the advertisement said, do what you love and the rest will follow. Now, that was oh. strange about, the, about the, the beverage that they were advertising, but every time I saw that, I started to tear up because it was connecting to something within me. And, and do you know that seeing that billboard on a weekly basis began to help me gather the necessary strength and courage to leave cor that corporate job and to go into business for myself because I kept saying, something's happening here. I'm feeling such a connection to those words, do what you love, do what you love. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. <laughs> oh, let's do it. Let's hold that thought for when we come back because let's do it. 
let's all come together to take that step so that we can build confidence. When we come back, Dr. Joanne White's going to be talking with us about, wow, when you get the let's do it fever, then what do you do? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The stress detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949 or visit stressdetective.net. Are you tired or struggling to get to where you want to be in your life? Want some help getting to that next level? Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, personal growth expert and passionate champion of your complete success. I'm excited to give you powerful books, teas, and coaching to help you easily transform your life from the inside out. Now is the time to make your life sing. Visit MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. Do you like where your health and looks are headed? Or are you ready for a total transformation? Your dollars and days off have never been more precious, so why waste them on anything other than lasting, real rejuvenation? Sure, there are expensive spa vacations, and then there's total transformation. Join best-selling author Kat James in a gorgeous mountain setting, where you'll learn the very food and self-care principles that transformed her beyond recognition, without self-deprivation. Break free from the food and beauty self-sabotage and spend five days with the woman self-magazine calls a master of self-transformation. You will even celebrate the new you with a world-class makeover and photo shoot. Want a total transformation but can't afford to get away? Attend Cat's teleprogram from your home via computer or phone. Make 2009 your year for total transformation. Call us at 877-54-TOTAL or visit us at totaltransformation.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired right fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Today we're talking about to what it means to live courageously. And heading up that topic for us is Dr. Joanne White. For more information about her, you can go to docwhite.org, D-O-C, white.org, and check out what she's got going, including her latest books, A Journey Within or Learning to Love Yourself. If you want to connect with Dr. White directly, you want to sign up for some coaching that will help you get in the slide and glide of courageous living, go to 877-DOC, just give a call to 877-DOC-WHITE. 
Um, wow, that's kind of, that's really kind of incredible. And, you know, what we're doing here today is we're talking about what it means to step out and live courageously. You know, we're talking about how do you know when you're being called for a courageous act and what do you do? Uh, and Dr. White, thank you for joining us here today. And we were talking about, you know, when you, you got a sign, basically. You literally got a sign. Right. <laughs> That's funny. And, you know, yet at the same time, there was something for you to figure out, like, oh, that feels really good. Maybe I should be doing something. How would you guide our listeners to pay more attention to the signs to figure out which ones are showing up for them to do uh, or to take a certain action and which ones are showing up for them to do or think in a certain way? Good questions, Dr. Pat. Well, we were talking during a little bit of an intermission about the signs because I think they're so important. And I was telling you that I was teaching at Camden County College a, a class on, with people to help them develop their their intuition and strengthen that listening to that inner voice or to those signs. And I remember telling this class that that the un, you can view the universe and, and our world in several different ways. And if you won't decide that the universe is, responsive to your thoughts, to your desires, to your needs, to your inner callings, that, and once you decide to, to pay attention to those signs and to acknowledge those signs, those signs become more compelling and more obvious and evident to you. And I think that's what makes it wonderful. And I was also telling you that, and I, we didn't finish, that many years ago when I had was working with severely emotionally disturbed children I was teaching and piloting a program in Philadelphia. I was keeping copious notes about their behavior and, and language and whatever just because I thought it was important. And there was, a, there was a phrase that kept going on in my head about one of the children. And, and for weeks I paid no attention to it. But that phrase would not stop. And I said, okay. And I Finally, after about six weeks, Pat, I wrote it down. And I said, all right, I don't know what that means, but it's not going away. It keeps gnawing at me, and, it, and it's touching something within me, and so I'm going to pay attention to it. Well, do you know that what that phrase became is a book, and it's a book called More Heaven that I'm in the process of trying to get published. And it's fiction, although it's based on that Event, uh, the, uh, that teaching event and, and working with these children. And it was just so, it was as though I was being told, okay, you've got to do something with this. And because I kept ignoring it, it kept coming around and around and around because it was something important that I needed to pay attention to. So oftentimes we say, oh, that's not for me, or, or I'm just going to ignore it. And, and I think that when we ignore it, we're ignoring something that could turn into, who knows, just what I'm saying about this book. So I think one of the ways to build upon that courage and to, and to listen to that guidance, whether it's inside or, or that responsive universe that I was talking about, is to look for those signs and trust and that those signs, you know, have a sense of faith. Trust that those signs are going to be there because when you do, 
it's amazing. This is how I live, and I love it. I just feel that the universe is is responding to me. Is it? Well, who knows, but I'm getting messages everywhere, and they seem to be helping me and helping others when I teach them how to do it to to move forward in their lives as though they have they have a guidance, a counselor, if you will, an inner coach helping them make those decisions and move forth more and more into fearless living. When we when we step back and we think about the acts of courage that we need in our day-to-day lives, I want to talk about those and honor the people that are actually doing them, you know, the people that are really facing sort of the challenges um, that we have out there right now. And, and in addition to that, really look at what kind of courage is there or are there degrees of courage that we need to have, Dr. White. What I mean by that is, you know, sometimes if we're going to rush in to save somebody from, from a fire, you know, a lot of adrenaline is involved in that. Um, I don't know that we have that same adrenaline that automatically shows up when we're rushing in to make a career change or to write a book or to do something totally different or to do nothing. And in your work, I know you guide people, you help them to get the tools so that they can live courageously every day. What are some of the key ingredients? Well, first I wanted to respond, is it the same kind of courage? You know, when somebody is facing fear about taking a step or doing something, it may feel as scary and as paramount and important as moving through that fire to rescue a, a, a child because they because the feelings inside may be such that I can't do it. I am so afraid. And some of those feelings can be at a very, very heightened level. So is it the same kind of risk? It not physically, not really, but our insides may be telling us that it's it's a great risk no matter how small that task is because it's something that we're so fearful of. What is it that you believe is one of the top ingredients that we need to have or maybe tool to move beyond the fear that would stop us from writing a book, the fear that would stop us from, you know, calling somebody about a job that they heard? I just had a conversation with someone about this not too long ago. And, you know, once you make the call, then, you know, they don't call you back. What do you do next? Do you worry about, well, they're not calling me back because but dot, 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 or do you pick up the phone and call again? These are the kinds of questions that I know you get all the time from people. And yet there is sort of a process that we could learn, uh, I believe, that you teach people so that we don't, we can go on automatic pilot, so to speak. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. It doesn't have to be hard anymore, Dr. White. I don't want it to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that it, I don't know that there's one particular step. I have several ingredients and several steps that can help people. And one is to really give voice to your fears. We're afraid to acknowledge that we're, that we're afraid to acknowledge that we're afraid. We're afraid to say, or we're hesitant or reluctant to say, that's, that's really fearful for me. I'm, I'm not sure I can do that. And we sort of keep it this really very dark secret, even sometimes to ourselves. Once you acknowledge it, once you even talk about it or write it down, and I encourage my, my clients to do that, it doesn't look as ferocious. It's, it's not 
hidden or silent anymore, and so it doesn't feel as menacing as when it was this secret that we were so afraid to bring out. So I think that's probably one of the first steps. And often when we're, we're afraid to take a career to take a career change or to do something that we've never been doing before, like writing a book or whatever, sometimes all it means is that we have to gather the right information. I hear so, so often that people are so afraid about a particular outcome or something, and, I, and I'll say to them, before you go there, get the information that you need, because maybe it requires, particularly if you're going into a new business or going to do something like writing a book, maybe it requires that you learn some new skills, writing skills or, or do some research, and maybe it requires new training when you go into a job. Once we get that, if it's necessary, it helps us build our own confidence because then we can combat some of the fears because we have the, the training and the, and the new skills that we've developed behind us. And then we can also be more decisive about what it is. I also think that we need to decide, okay, in, in, in order of which are the, the least fierce or the least scary fears, let's, let's kind of figure out which one is not as scary as the others. And if we can look at that first and say, okay, so, so maybe, maybe telling telling our partner or telling a friend something about how we feel about them or something that angers us isn't as fearful as, as changing a job or writing a book or, or doing a painting or whatever it is. And so what I say to people is so acknowledge that fear, get the information you need, and then actually that least fierce or invasive fear, act on it. Because once we do, once we achieve something with a little fear that's not as awesome or as fearful as, as the larger ones, we begin to gain a reservoir of confidence. Mm. And so we begin to say, wow, look, I, I was able to do that. Wow, yeah. look at me. Right. I could do that now. Right. And, I know. And believe so, me, okay. I've had a few wows like that in my life, Dr. White. <laughs> I can tell you that. Doing this radio show is one of them. I know. That is absolutely uh, invaluable information for our listeners. When we come back from break, we're going to talk to Dr. White about self-confidence, self-esteem. You know, we hear that a lot. We hear that our children are not getting it. Their self-confidence is not being built. And yet, at some level, they have more confidence than we ever were. What is the self-confidence phenomenon, and what is Dr. Joanne White doing to help us not only understand it, but to live a life that is so lusciously confident? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. For more information about us, go to www.thedrpatshow.com or simply drpatlive.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? 
Would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? Would you like relief from allergy, weight, and digestive issues? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural technique. Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality, contact reflex analysis is a profound method which detects imbalances at a subclinical level, restoring health issues before they arise while increasing vitality and longevity. Discover CRA. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Every day we're moving toward wellness or away from wellness. I'd like to be your partner in achieving your optimal health and well-being. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Reach your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, Maca Magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit MacaRoot.com. That's M-A-C-A Root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Living your life to the max means that you can have everything you want. Empowerment Psychic Linda Dickinson can show you where you're headed and teach you how to change your future. Linda will share with you the messages of those who have passed before you. For a private session, visit InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096. Listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show. Call in and hear how you can be the producer, director, and lead in your life. Today is the day to start living your life to the max. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And Dr. Joanne White is joining us here today. Uh, we're talking about uh, living courageously and And right now, we're going to take on the conversation of self-esteem and self-confidence. And the reason we're taking that on is so that every one of us gets to dip into the self-confidence bucket. But what does that mean? How do you do it? How do you know you're there? And what is it about our outside environment that either helps us get there quicker or doesn't? Uh, Dr. White, as I said before, is one of the leading experts on human motivation and coaching and living life courageously. So she's joining us here today and taking on a big conversation. Thank you, Dr. White. Thank you for joining us today. Self-confidence. It's almost like water, water everywhere, but not a drop to drink, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's a great analogy. You know, self-confidence is something that that is faced particularly women and young girls in, in, in our culture. And oftentimes, and you and I were having that conversation at the break, but oftentimes what our culture seems to promote is look beautiful and, and you'll get whatever it is you need to do. So more of the surface or the outer aspects that have, that have nothing to do. I mean, well, that's not true because sometimes when we look good, we feel good and we act good 
We act great. But, but, it, but self-confidence is something that really needs to take place within. And when we are being pitted against models and against superstars and, and on some level being asked or, or being coerced to be like them, look like them, so that our lives can be so incredibly wonderful and successful, we're kind of building a lie for ourselves around that and for future generations. The interesting thing is that there are so many girls at a younger and younger age, used to be adolescents and now it's even like about seven to nine years old, who are paying attention to those cultural messages about beauty and, and, and confidence in some way and are becoming bulimic or just having issues with with food because they whether they're not eating or or they're eating and then discharging their food in some way to because to, to them and we're not changing the message so much to them that connotes confidence and success and it's really not right when we look at what the signals are, the messages in the outside world, and they're everywhere, you know, what kind of shoe you wear, sneaker, pocketbook, whatever it is, um, how you wear your hair, who's doing what, is that an overstatement? Are we overreacting to the influence of the pop culture? Well, I think we're not, I, I think we're overreacting to it, but I think that it's being put out in such a way that it's really hard to ignore. So, I think Dove, that that has beauty products and, and soap products is also doing something in terms yes. of seminars for girls raising their self-esteem. So on the one hand, they're saying, be beautiful, buy our products. Our products will give you the beauty and the confidence that you need, and yet at the same time, kind of more in a secretive, un- whispering way, they're saying, you know what, that's not working, and our girls are in trouble, and our future generations are in trouble, and what we need to do is we need to help them develop confidence and develop their feelings that they're okay no matter how they look or no matter whether or not they can buy that that precious shoe or pocketbook or whatever that you're talking about. It doesn't necessarily build friends or create confidence. And so I think that what we're focusing on are the, the outward appearances of confidence and self-esteem and and sort of ignoring the inner ones. And the inner ones would be, well, pay attention to your inner value, to who you are, not necessarily what you do, but to the fact that, that you have a good heart or that you're a kind person or that you're a good friend or a good parent or, or, or a good teacher or a good child, you know, and rather than what we're doing in terms of our makeup. Pay attention to the fact that that you have the ability to do something, take a small step, to be a friend, to do some small feat and succeed at it. And that's that can build self-esteem too. To really recognize that within us there there is goodness there is compassion, there is love, there, there is the ability to do great things and to do even the mundane things and to feel competent and to feel that we're good enough without that. 
I, uh, without that, that outer, outer appearance, I work with, with so many females, so uh-huh. many female clients who really don't have that confidence, that, that self-esteem, and, and it really interferes with their relationships, with, with the opposite sex, with sometimes with careers, and I think it gets in the way of them really acknowledging their own worth. Mm. Well, you know, part of this is all of us uh, getting really clear on what it is we truly want in life. And, and for some people, living courageously is going through the process of identifying that. And I wanted to talk with you more about this because it goes back to what you said earlier and how your wake-up call was, well, wait a minute, I could actually do something and love what I'm doing. <laughs> and and you actually had to see a sign to kind of say, oh, yeah, I, I can do that. And, by the way, you know, the, the, the kind of story as it, as it goes through the world today, you're doing it quite well. And how do we, in all of that, figure out what the heck it is that I really want to do? I, th- I think that's a great question because sometimes people come to me for, for coaching or counseling and they say, I don't know what it is I want to do. <laughs> I, I don't have a clue. And I say to them, well, what, what are you interested in? Where are your talents? Where are your gifts? I said, I don't have any talent. But we do. I think those innate talents and gifts, for example, I was working with a, a young woman years ago who had this most incredible singing voice. Now, I love to speak. I also love to sing, but, you know, (laughs) let's face it, I certainly don't have a polished, wonderful singing voice, and and I've acknowledged that. That's okay. I have other gifts. But here she was with this incredible voice, this incredible ability and capacity to sing, and was so afraid of bringing that out into the world. And she was in a profession that she was very unhappy with, and hence she kept getting sick, physically sick. And I always would say and think that maybe that that dis-ease was about not living her gifts, not living what, what the inner callings were. Why are we given these gifts and these talents if not to utilize them and to share them with others in the world, even if it doesn't mean that we necessarily utilize them in a in a bona fide career, but to be able to bring them out and, and because they're joyful for us and because they're part of our inner spirit and to share them to, to help allow others to rejoice in that too. I think that's so, so very important and, and really about tapping into, to who we are in a very deep and very real way. I wanted to ask you, are there differences between courage between men and women? <laughs> I think, well, it was interesting because of this seminar that, that I was uh-huh. actually sharing with people. Was one of, the, one of the, the co-speakers said, you know, when you ask men to to say what it is they do well, they have no problem, and, and they, they're, they're immediately vocalizing that very easily. And when you ask women that same thing well what it is what do you do well women have to pause and think about it 
and weigh whether or not their their ego is getting too much in the way to even put that out. So yes, I think there are there are differences, and some of that is the way that that our society or our culture views men and women. I think we're getting better at it, but I think we have a long way to go. When we we'll talk about this more when we come back from break. Um, you know, we right now are given the opportunity to demonstrate some serious acts of courage in a lot of ways. We're given, you know, as individuals, we certainly have some choices that we're making. As organizations, there are things that are we're being asked organizations to do to act courageously in many, many ways. And, you know, the third part of this really is globally. You know, we're being asked to, you know, step up courageously for so many things. I wanted to ask you, courage seems to be subjective, especially when we talk about it conceptually. But when the act actually happens, we become legends. There become conversations. There become things that happen. And I wanted to talk with you when we come back from break about the different degrees of courage and what it is we want to leave our listeners with today, whether it's, you know, we're talking to a mother of of three in Alabama or we're talking to a construction worker in Australia, the point is what are the acts of courage that are being called for right now? What are they in terms of how we need to come together, not just as individuals searching for a dream, but as people that want to contribute to a a greater good? I want to mention that Dr. Joanne White is my very special guest today. You can go to her website, docwhite.com, D-O-C-White.com. Check it out. Sign up for, you know, her articles, her newsletter. Get to get in the groove about what it means to change your life in an incredible way. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And when we come back, it's not about a conversation anymore. It's about what you're willing to do. All of us are being called to that next level. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Athletes, diabetics, moms, let me tell you about a new high-tech energy gel called Chocolate Number no. 9. Chocolate Number no. 9 is made with only organic agave and the finest dark roast Belgian cocos. Number 9 contains no refined sugar. Number 9 is a certified low glycemic index item, and best of all, Chocolate Number no. 9 simply tastes great. Find out more at chocolatenumber9.com or call 866-999-1909. That's 866-999-1909. Are you tired of being overweight and nothing you try can get you to lose the weight and keep it off? What if there was a way to lose the weight that didn't involve dieting, buying other people's food, counting points, or having risky surgery? I'm Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis to share some successes from people just like you. Janine Crosby lost 89 pounds in 10 months. Brenda Eckel lost 75 pounds and went from a size 22 to a size 8. She is completely free from her insulin for diabetes. Becky Miller lost 65 pounds and went from a size 18 to a 6. Bill Birdsong lost 105 pounds and a total of 14 inches off his waist. 
His pant size went from a 50 to a 36. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157. You heard about it last year. You even thought about entering, but didn't. Now, life is giving you a second chance, announcing your second chance to change from the inside out with Dr. Pat's 2010 Holistic Makeover. So get on board. Winners will embark on a journey to make powerful change with the help and support of an entire team of coaches. Want to be a winner? Fill out the survey and tell your inspired story and how you plan to pay it forward. Go to drpatsmakeover.com. That's drpatsmakeover.com. Margaret McElroy is an internationally recognized psychic, medium, and gifted spiritual teacher graduating hundreds of students from five continents. A popular magazine and newspaper clairvoyant from nearly a dozen publishing houses, she's authored eight books and hosted syndicated radio shows on over 30 stations around the world. Margaret says there's never been such a thirst for metaphysical knowledge. Check out her website at margaretmcelroy.com. That's Margaret, M-C-E-L-R-O-Y dot com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by Dr. Joanne White joining us here today. Uh, you know, Dr. White, thank you so much uh, for for just chiming in on this conversation. Before we talk about courage at the different levels, why don't you give out some information for people so they can, um, you know, know how to best find you, set up a time to chat, consultation, whatever. Check out my website, doc, docwhite.org, or contact me at 1-877-DOC-WHITE. There are lots of free articles on the website, a free newsletter that people can sign up for, lots of books, CDs, and one called Journey to Relaxation that can help people actually relax and <laughs> release some of their tension. And they're, they're, uh, and email me at joanne at docwhite.org. I love to hear from people, and I will respond. Uh, okay. Now, you know, part of this is looking at courage at different levels. Um, and so, you know, the courage has to do with at the individual level and has to do with um, at the group level, the community level, and the, the organizational level and the global level. How do we get all these aligned, or do we not need to? I think it's very important in these times to align all of them. And in, in one of my chapters, I talk about courageous leadership. And I say that leadership, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're the head of a, a big company, the CEO. We can be a leader in our families and in our household, and we need to lead with passion and with confidence and also with compassion. But but it's also so important to recognize that there's something called adaptive leadership. And, that's and again, we're all leaders in our own lives, hopefully, or we need to be. And what that means is that we're recognizing that we need to exist that we have to coexist for ourselves and for our planet to not only survive but to 
thrive. And to do so, it means to not only create selfish goals, but to really de- decide that in, that we need to make a difference in our actions, in our companies, in, in what we're doing so that we're serving the greater good. Because I think that, that the future of our planet depends upon whether or not we're going to do those selfish acts or whether or not we're going to do acts that, that are serving the greater good and the, the larger community. And when I say the larger community... It does start with our own communities, but it's also about global. We the, the fact that we now can communicate to anyone in the world vis-a-vis the internet, and and it means that we have a responsibility not only just for that communication, but to what that communication is, and to how we can bring people together and not really emphasize division. I think that the emphasis needs to be on on cohesion and coming together and and recognizing the good in all people and recognizing that that on some level just doing that in itself takes courage to set aside our differences to set aside our individual biases and to recognize that we need to see people as other human beings as, as wonderful spirits in their own right and that to to thrive in this world, in this global world economy and planet, we need to do so with that compassion and with that interde- interdependence and recognizing that the oneness, that's my belief system anyway, of all. I absolutely love what we're talking about today. You know, it is certainly a time where we get to test our courage muscles, so to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we really do. And, uh, you know, there are so many things we can be involved with. Um, what would you, what would you say to our listeners today to help us all step into that level of self-confidence that it takes to really live our dream? You know, what does the Courage movie look like, so to speak? How does that show up uh, for our listeners today? What would you suggest they do to take that first step? Okay, so let's 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 pretend we're in a Courage movie. I like that. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> so take that first step and and make a decision to be self self affirming and not self sabotaging to really kind of live more consciously, easier said than done. But pay attention to what you're doing and pay attention to those thoughts that crop up that tell you you're not good enough, those fears that crop up that get in the way of you taking one little courageous step to do something that you really care about, to instead of ignoring those fears, face the fear, even feel the fear, but confront it because the more you do so, the easier the next one becomes to defeat in some way. Have a sense of spiritual direction and spiritual support, whatever that means to people and to each person that's very, very individual, as well as have a support network of people who who care about you and who understand your goals and who are your cheerleaders as well as you being your own cheerleader. Reward those fearless acts, even the tiny ones, because that's the way of telling yourself, wow, I'm good, look what I did, and giving yourself that pat on the back. Find the coping strategies that you need to meet whatever challenge you face so that you can handle those challenges 
more successfully and without draining yourself and without getting sick. And train yourself. I think sometimes fear gets ingrained in us just like habits. So I think we have to be conscious and to train ourselves to learn new ways of confronting those challenges and to acknowledge them. I tell people sometimes to keep keep a journal of what those acts of courage or confidence have been, even if they're small, because that begins to grow, even if it's, okay, I'm going to this social event and I'm, and I'm going to act confidently, even though inside I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about how other people are viewing me. Make a commitment to, to conquer each little fear the best you can, which will pave the way for really being able to conquer the great fears. And when you do, build gratitude and appreciation for you and for the ability that you've had to do it. Believe that you can do it. Belief is so important in achieving and getting to do anything. Be passionate about what you're doing. And also, remember that that we're in it together. When we face each fear, it feels that we're doing it alone. And yet, when we share our stories, we recognize that that we're all, we all have some fears. We all have some doubts. That's part of the human condition. And when you take steps, think about not just those selfish acts, but think about the global acts, the courageous acts that we can all do together. More beautiful and more and more inspiring for us and for future generations. And Thank you, Dr. Do Joanne White. What a great show. Thank you so much for joining us here today. My pleasure. Uh, are you ready, all of us, are we ready to take that step, to live that courageous movie that we've just created? Well, I invite you to do that with me today. Think about something in your world that you have really not wanted to do or haven't had the gumption to do, and think about now doing it. We'll see you next time right here on the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Pat Show, Radio to Thrive By. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Thursday for another dynamic hour of the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili.